Last time on Tin. Literacy in, in and of itself, I would say, is important. Uh, I guess like the, the definition I was Google Chrome, and it's like mm -hmm. it's the competence or knowledge in a specified but, area. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be specific with financial literacy, they say knowledge is power. So, um, I mean, knowing any kind of thing that you're in just gives you an advantage or, or an edge. Uh, I would say so. Uh, <laughs> and then finances, you can't get around that pretty much uh, un unless you're homeless on the streets. You know, finances will pay a, play a part in your life. So being knowledgeable and, and competent is just, uh, you know, wise, if you will. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of 10 presented by Melling Media and hosted by yours truly, Tina. This podcast is about everything around you. And in line with that, this week, we are discussing serial incels, basically. We're talking about serial killers and the connection to incel them. And we have brought along a very special guest. I cannot believe it. To discuss this <laughs> special guest, introduce yourself, please. Hi, I am Yank and Erie, and that means I am just an American living in Ireland. All right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just your average depressed millennial, and um, I'm into gore and goo and all that good shit, and yeah, that's me. Okay. That's all you need to know. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> all right, so... As we do, we get up in everybody's business on this show. So, oh Lord, we want to know, <laughs> have you ever lied about an interest or talent to impress someone? Why? Why not? Okay. Yes, I have lied about an interest or talent to impress a group of people, I should say. <laughs> and this happens to be when I was like in second grade or something. And um. <laughs> It was about a little show called Sailor Moon that was so popular back in, you know, the early 90s and such. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, all my classmates, they were talking about, oh, Sailor Moon, you know, like, I'm Sailor Mars, I'm Sailor Venus, I'm Sailor Mercury, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, huh? You know, because at home, I'm watching Golden Girls. I'm watching <laughs> Seven. I'm watching, you know, like those, you know, <laughs> Lifetime type movie, uh, you know, movies and stuff like that with my older sister. Mm -hmm. So they're like, yeah, you know, like, which Sailor Scout are you? So I'm, I'm saying the one that they're, they're saying. I'm like, okay, Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they're like, okay, so show us, show us. What? Come on, come on, do her move, do her move. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, like, I'm eight years old. And I'm like, okay, Sailor Mars. Okay, Mars, 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 red, red, fire, fire. Mars, fire. And they're like, wow, yeah. I said, oh, crap, I did it right. Yeah. So <laughs> I... <laughs> So later on that day, I'm like, okay, you know what? This sounds cool. I'm going to go watch it. And, you know, like you have to go in the TV guidebook. Yes, I'm that old. And you have to look and see when the program is on. And it so happened to be on at that same time I'm looking. So I said, okay, quick, get get the TV remote, get my snack and sit down and watch, the, um, you know, Sailor Moon. And I actually enjoyed it. And thus began my beautiful journey into um, anime and uh gore and <laughs> all that other stuff so, <laughs> so was it a lie or just a delayed truth who knows yeah <laughs> that, that actually ended well because i totally expected you to say that you ended up hating it <laughs> no <laughs> it worked out <laughs> so it worked out so it was a delayed truth okay yeah. i didn't watch it and i do like it mm -hmm. So let's just get into this shit, right? So we're talking about the connection um, between serial killers and incels, right? So what the fuck is inceldom anyway? Okay, so um, to kind of uh, define what inceldom is, you're going to have to get into the root word of what an incel is. So you have to define that. So according to Merriam-Webster, an incel is a person, usually a man, of course, <laughs> who regards himself or herself as being involuntarily celibate and typically expresses extreme resentment and hostility towards those who are sexually active. 
The first known use of the word was in 1999 by a queer Canadian woman. And um, within seldom, we're, we're going to be focusing on the males mm-hmm. because um, fem cells, a female incel, is you, they're usually nonviolent. And um, my definition of inceldom is this. Inceldom is nothing but a collective of males that are misogynistic extremists. They typically are devoid of a pleasant personality beyond the mm-hmm. surface level and are plagued mm-hmm. with typical white male entitlement over women in their sex lives. They want unattractive and unpleasant misogynists to have sex with young 18-year-old, beautiful, barely adult women, and they believe that is their natural right. And um, I want it to be known that incels are not only white males, Mm-mm. but they can be of any race and gender. Um, they, typically, they typically believe that if they want it, it can be anything. They should have it. If resistance is met, they should be able to take it by force. Mm-hmm. Yep. If they are unable or unwilling to take it by force, resentment and blame is placed on outside forces, mainly women. Mm-hmm. Total dom- dominion over women's body is their game, is their aim. That's all they want. They don't they don't even necessarily want sex. They just want total control. Yeah. And that's never going to happen as long mm-hmm. as women are, you know, living and breathing because we do what the fuck we want to do that's right <laughs> yeah and as um, far as like people assuming that incels are white men all the time like that's crazy to me like just turn on your local hip-hop radio station you'll hear a ton of them a ton of black incels ton of black female incels you know like they rap exactly like you know well not exactly because they probably are deep down but their their rap lyrics spit out like incel rhetoric all the time even the absolutely. women absolutely correct um bitch shake your fucking ass um you know bounce your di- your ass on my dick whatever and all this mm-hmm. and i'ma kill you you don't want to fuck mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. um you just just you know a whole song about fantasizing about killing your ex-wife i oh. mean yeah uh <laughs> And people are praising these things. Like yeah. it's, it's, you know, like as a teenager, you know, you're like, yeah, yeah. Cause rebellion. Yes. And, um, you know, it's like letting out, it does let out that aggression that you do have, you know, no matter if you have, you know, a picture perfect life or whatever, but at the same time, the lyrics are just abysmal. Like you're like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, they're literally calling on the rape and murder and, you know, torture of women. Mm-hmm. And and it's not only just grown ass women, they're looking to torture these little teenage children. That's who they really want. And that's who they aim for. Because if you look at um, any hip hop artist, quote unquote, um, <laughs> you see a norm, <laughs> I'm sorry, not sorry. You see a norm, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a number of them, they go after these uh, 17, 18, 19 year old mm-hmm. children. And I don't care if you don't agree that an 18 year old or 19 year old is a child, you're a child. Mm-hmm. Can you go and buy a house? No, you can't. So sit down, you're a child. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> like you got some, some liberties to other places, but you're a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the most part, that's who these incels they go after. They go after these young, impressionable children so they can shape and mold them. And, and not only that. Them. And abuse and, them. Correct. Absolutely. That's the main thing. Yes. And um, they go after them because uh, they see them as the, the epitome of, of youth and beauty. And that's what they go. That's what they want. They want the youth and the beauty so they can fucking just drain them dry. Like a fucking mosquito would, you know, it's host. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what they are. They're leeches yeah. and they want to suck the soul out of the youngest woman, girl they can find so that they can, um, you know, feel that they have a little bit of, you know, life to them, have a little bit of purpose on this earth to them. 
So, um, a lot I of think, I think a, I think a lot of that has to do with um, with uh, uh, their lack of knowledge too. Like I don't I don't one hundred percent believe that they just think that younger women are just so gorgeous and so much more beautiful and more desirable. I don't necessarily believe that because I see like all kinds of younger women who first of first of all aren't gorgeous just being honest and then the way that they treat these younger women like I don't believe that they're just like oh my god they're just so gorgeous I just have to have I believe it's more of a knowledge thing I, I feel like they know that their peers can see through their bullshit but these younger people don't have enough life experience yet to even you know to even know what they're about you know what I mean like when they're Absolutely. trying to when they're trying to do certain things these younger girls are not going to pick up on what they're trying to do because they haven't even experienced anything like that or even heard of anything like that before. Correct. Absolutely. And, um, you know, they, that's why they go in with the, you're so mature for your age. Like when, like you and I, we've heard that plenty of times. And we're, we're looking at these grown ass men like you, you're Mm -hmm. my dad's age, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like go away. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of young girls, they fall for that because yeah. they're like, oh yeah, I'm so mature. This older 39-year-old man is trying to get with my little 16-year-old self. I must have something over these young girls. I must be older. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they watching Ren and Stimpy. I'm watching Rocco's Modern Life. You know, that's how old I am. And um, what they don't understand is a lot of these incels are resentful. And they often fantasize about rape, mm-hmm. violence, mass murder. Um, those school shootings that's been happening and plaguing the nation are celebrated and encouraged. They call on the rape and forced impregnation of women or mm-hmm. sexual redistribution, where they basically line up the women in attractiveness and youngness. And they say, okay, you can go with this male, you go with this male. Disgusting, like a conveyor belt. I'm not a fucking cow bitch, but anyways. <laughs> um, and, you know, they want to do this because they have been denied or they see that they have been denied their right to the sex size that they believe that they should have. And any woman that does not comply, they're to be gang raped and put to death. And that's exactly why they lost their subreddit or Reddit or what, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't, I don't be on Reddit. Whatever you call it, that fucking r slash incels shit. And all those yes. incel groups and stuff. That's exactly why they lost all their shit on Reddit because they were actually like typing that shit out, calling for the rape and murder, molestation, incest of women. Correct. Correct. And um, girls. And girls. Yes. Correct. And you know, a lot of and and a lot of them they want the young girls because they see them as the Madonnas. It comes in all that. Madonna whore complex, mm-hmm. you know, like the younger you are, you know, the the less untainted you are. Mm. That you is know? true. I've heard them. I've heard a lot of them say that too. But I think that's game also because I think that what it what the issue there really is is sexual experience. They don't want you to have it because they don't want you comparing other guys to their sex abilities or whatever. Oh, absolutely. And I don't believe hardly anything that they say. Like, there's always, they lie so much. It's like, and you can, like, really see right through it. Like, all you have to do is, like, take their lie and then, like, flip it. Like, what, you know, what's the opposite of this? This is probably what the the real answer is. Like, all they do is lie. Correct. Kind of like with, um, I don't know, serial killers. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, like, oh, well, you know, my mom beat me and she was so evil to me. Turns out the bitch was, like, you know, for, you know, fed with a damn silver spoon and, you know, given whatever the hell they wanted. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, my, my research, I was coming across that shit, too. I was like, what? You I'm really like, lying on your mama? <laughs> you acting like you had this hard knock life and you fucking killing all these women and you fucking, you, you a damn millionaire? You born? <laughs> Bitch ass. Woo! Yes. <laughs> okay, so... Her. Just for the people who I I don't know live under a rock or whatever, please tell us what serial killers are. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So this is going to be a mishmash of uh, a definition, you know, from the professionals and one that I came up for myself. Um, sorry. Uh, a serial killer is a person with severe antisocial tendencies who murders three or more people over a period of time. They usually receive psychological, physical, and sexual gratification upon doing so. Serial killers exhibit extreme antisocial behavior. They lack empathy are incapable of showing or feeling remorse, show no regard for laws or social norms, and have a strong desire to seek revenge against individuals or society at large by carrying out violent crimes, basically being fucking terrorists. Some serial killers can go a long period of time without killing, which normally consists of them grounding themselves in a separate identity that revolves around societal approved work and family life. So that's important to note. Like these motherfuckers, yes, they can they're they're not just dirty males that live in their mom's basement. They have girlfriends, they have wives, they even have yeah. children. Whole families, yeah, and they're sneaking out in the middle of the night to go kill people and shit or on their lunch break. It's fucking Correct. ridiculous. Correct. Like they work regular jobs. And often are the people that bring in work treats or dress up as clowns for your children's birthday parties. Um, (laughs) 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 For real though. (laughs) But it's true though. (laughs) There's literally one. I know. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Stop it, Tina. I'm trying to get (laughs) Okay. All right. For a period of time, they can function like perfectly normal people, often fooling those that are closest to them. There were times where a serial killer's family were totally blindsided by the news that their family member is a serial killer. Um, A serial killer's motive can be anything from a demon dog making them do it to their moms were mean to them to a woman simply using her right to reject one of these creatures. Visionary um, killers believe they are ordered, like they're being ordered to commit these murders by a god or any other entity. So a dog, a cat, whatever. Um, These killers have may have um, schizophrenia or experience a psychotic break shortly before committing their crimes. Mission oriented serial killers consider it their duty to Mm -hmm. rid the world of certain people. Sex workers being the main ones. They never go mm-hmm. after, I don't know, pedophiles. They never go mm-hmm. after crooked politicians. Always mm-hmm. sex workers. Um, hedo- hedonistic killers derive pleasure from killing, either sexual or thrill-based. Other serial killers are driven by a need for power and or control, which is much in line with what incels strive for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you to make a case for the connection for the two, for serial killers and incels, but you've been already doing a bang-up job on that. Please continue. (laughs) (laughs) All right. A serial killer once infamously said, I picked prostitutes as victims because they were easy to pick up without being noticed. I knew they would not be reported missing. I picked them because I thought I could kill as many of them as I wanted without getting caught. An incel once famously said, these women, sex workers, are getting a free ride via beta bucks and a broken sexual marketplace that is rigged in the favor of females. The (laughs) common ground that both incels and serial killers have is that of their hatred of women, especially sex workers. To them, sex workers are disposable because they are whores. Society has become a place for worship of females, and it's a, it's so fucking wrong. They're not gods. They are just fucking cum dumpsters, a sentiment that can be read on almost any incel board you come across. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Are you hosting an intimate event and need number one catering? Try Perfect Palette. Looking for an out-of-the-box experience? Try Perfect Palette's small bites option. How about a specialized gift? Try Perfect Palette Chef Experience. For all your catering needs and more, contact Chef Pearl at perfectpalette84 at gmail or on Instagram at perfectpalette84. Naturalistas. 
Keep your hair and scalp hydrated and your twist outs and curls popping with Seika Naturals handmade natural hair care products. Seika Naturals targets damaged and dry hair with our intense hydration collection that keeps your scalp moisturized and hydrated. Peppermint infusions and all natural oils and butters. Our products are available at www.sakernaturals.com. But wait, fellas, we didn't forget about you. Shop our Chaz Tees premium beard grooming products that promote healthy, flourishing beards. Also available at sakernaturals.com. So it's like, okay, who's if who? Come dumpsters, then like, why do you fucking focus your whole life on us all day long, every day? Like, goddamn. Like, I don't understand this because, like, we're just calm dumpsters. Okay, all right, all right. So you want a better connection with another human. You want more than sex with another human. You know, as they as they say, as they claim, you know, it's a lie. But you know. mm-hmm. why not just be with each other? Why are you bothering with women in in any capacity at all? In the first and place, when I, asked, when I asked this, it was when I was saying that uh, I wasn't even saying anything. I was just like saying that you know maybe women should go on a sex and emotional labor strike and i post i posted a video of this guy talking about how um he he shouldn't have to pay to take a woman out on a date he shouldn't have to pay for her stuff and i'm just like we should just probably should just go on a you know sex and emotional labor strike since you know they don't want to do anything well i don't want to do anything either you know incel storm comment section and so I'm like, why don't you guys just date each other? Like if women are so horrible and because they weren't even addressing what I said in the, in, in the video, because I didn't even hardly say anything. I didn't hardly say, I think I said like two sentences, short ones and that's it. And right. just let his video play. And they're just like coming at me with like personal attacks and shit like that. And I'm like, I didn't even hardly say anything and you're not even addressing what I did say. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Why don't y'all just date each other then? If women are so horrible, just date each other. And so Come now on. I'm homophobic. Oh, of and course. Even women, and even women were jumping in the comments trying to tell me that I'm homophobic for th- for saying this. And I'm like, how? You guys are the homophobic ones. If you think that me saying two men should date each other is bad, obviously you think that there's something wrong with gayness. Because all I said was, why don't you guys just date each other if you don't like women so much? Correct. Absolutely. And you know I agree with this. So, <laughs> <laughs> And TikTok really is just the worst. Like, they are they take this SJW shit way too far. And it's disingenuous anyway, because it's like they're just pointing at things and just naming things just because they feel like it or because they want attention. And it's it's not coming from an honest place. It's like just stop with the performative fucking activism, performative allyship because it's bullshit. Because you are you guys are really just outing yourselves as homophobes, really. If I'm saying if by me saying two men should date each other is homophobic. I would think that that's the opposite. I'm, I'm suggesting that people should be gay. That's homophobic. What? <laughs> okay. Like, you know, like what initially with that statement, you're challenging them. You're telling them, hey, you know what? You need to look inside yourself and see what is it about women that you just don't like and what's mm-hmm. so disgusting and icky about women that you just can't tolerate. Maybe, maybe, just maybe a male will do it for you. Yeah. That's all. They were so angry about this simple ass thing. And like the point that I was making in the video was basically it was really common sense. Yes. If, if they're sa- if they're going all over the Internet saying this stupid shit, I keep seeing it everywhere about how men feel like they shouldn't have to pay for dates. I'm seeing it everywhere. Yes. And then I'm seeing so many women talk about how these men are trying to get them to meet them at parks and and uh, for coffee days, anything to just not spend money or spend as little money as possible. And I'm just like, okay, well, if they're on this fucking crusade to not, you know, to basically to just deny women what we want, we want to have be shown a nice time. We want, you know, men to show that they value us and how, what better way to do that than to spend some money because not because money is so important, but because money is so important to men. If they're not willing to separate from some money for you, you know, you know that they don't like you. Correct. Absolutely. That is why that is why dates are important. That is why it's important for women to, you know, hold men to a standard of no, you're going to fucking court me because if they're not spending any money, they're telling you that they don't like you. 
because they they that's what they love more than anything in this world is money. They say that about mm -hmm. women. They always flip their bullshit on us and pro project upon us. No, we like comfort and fucking security. Y'all like the, the power that comes with money and you don't want to part with it. And you definitely don't want to give it to the thing that you hate more than anything, which is women. So if you're not going to spend any money on me, I know that you fucking hate me specifically and I'm not going to be fucking you anymore. Like, get the fuck out of here or not anymore. But I'm not, we shouldn't we shouldn't continue to be fucking them. If y'all don't want to pay for our dates, then we should go on a sex strike and an emotional labor strike. That was an important part of the video. Yes. You know, I agree. Like, we can do a whole ass two-part episode on this topic, but, you know, it's, you know, women don't want to do that. Because no. what, because to a lot of women, what is life when I'm not needed? What is life when I'm not being, um, you know, constantly uh, asked to do something, to be, yeah. to be a laborer? What is life when I'm not chasing after that one person that doesn't want me? which yeah. is most of the time they're men that they, you know, hold up to such a pedestal. And what is life if I'm not fixing something? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I see really that bad. in the attitudes. I see that in the attitudes with the, or like in the writing of a lot of those women who post about their shitty marriages in those Facebook groups oh. where they go to vent about their marriages. <laughs> but then but it's supposed to be about like venting, but you'll see like a lot of women in their, kind of talking a lot like that you know like um when, they, when they're they're basically describing weaponized incompetence oh yes but the, um, they'll have this like undertone of it like of like trying to present it as if it's cute yes you know like, what i mean oh i have to write a whole list out by out for my husband so that he knows what to get even when i do that I have to um, take pictures and, and he has to, you know, show me pictures of what exactly what I want and la, 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 la. And it's so like, so hilarious. And I'm like, no, that's not. That is yeah. No man can do anything without me. Yeah. Like, like that's so sickening. Like that's that Norman Bates shit. Mm -hmm. I don't like he it. Just, and I can't do motherfuckers that too. Like, you know, yeah. like, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. It's like, he just can't do anything without me. I'm like, bitch, you cannot be serious right now. Like, he is completely misusing and taking advantage of you. And you know it. You're like, you're his mommy. You changed his nappy before he left? Fuck. <laughs> right? Can't stand it. Like, it, it sickens me. Like, an incompetent male, like, they just make me feel... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even describe this. It's like, ugh. Yeah. And you know what? That's that's the perfect segue into Ted Bundy because wasn't he doing that? He, was, <laughs> he would he would like fake disabilities and shit like oh. that to, to lure women over because you want to be a fixer, you want to be you want to feel so needed, especially by a man. And now you're dead. That motherfucker. It was the Kang of females. <laughs> okay, and he knew exactly how to manipulate women. So that he could become his victims. Mm -hmm. That is why he had a psychology degree. Um, you know, I won't get into it, but basically he did well, I'm gonna get into it just a little bit why I'm saying this. Um, he got a psycho psychology degree so that he can do a long con on an ex. Just let that sink in. Okay. <laughs> and he also used that degree on his victims later on. All right, so. We're going to need a whole ass episode on this motherfucker in order to get into the meat of this piece of shit. Theodore mm -hmm. Robert Bundy, teddy bear, that's what I call him, bitch ass, was <laughs> born an entitled materialistic piece of shit on November 24th, 1946. Making his like little Elliot Roger. He sounded like mm -hmm. Elliot Roger from that description right there. Ooh. But Ooh. go on. <laughs> to <laughs> to an unwed teenager that he was made to believe was his sister he once described himself as the most cold-hearted son of a bitch you'll ever meet his crime spree of murder rape and necrophilia often revisiting or taking home the beheaded corpse corpses and raping them proves that statement to be true Bundy described himself as a loner who would stalk the seedy streets at night to spy on women, 
Many who remember Bundy from high school described him as reasonably well-known and well-liked. Ted, like many of these serial killers and incels, did not attack males. His preferred victims were young, dark, straight-haired, parted-in-the-middle-haired women, normally of college age, though he did rape and murder teenage and preteen children. The reason behind this specific type of woman was that he was once engaged to a wealthy, young, um, parted in the middle, dark-haired, straight-haired woman um, that he met whilst attending college. They broke up due to his immaturity, and he took that as his cue to commit heinous crimes against young women and girls because if I can't have you, no one will. Rejection and entitlement are the motivation behind his crimes, though he gives other bullshit reasons like, oh, porn made me do it. This piece of shit was considered charming, clean cut, and handsome. I believe that he looked like a rat. Um, for many people, he just looked normal. Like, he just blends his crowd. He, he that's looked why, average to me. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, because that's important to, to know as well, because he was able to um, just slightly change his appearance. And he'll look like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll grow a beard. He'll shave the beard. He'll you know he'll have his hair in a fro. He'll cut the fro. Whatever. Like those yeah, those, like, yeah, those, those nondescript uh, type of looks. You can mm-hmm. easily just like change something small and be like unrecognizable. Yeah, correct. That, because- like very very good looking people cannot do that. Oh, no, because, you know, like a very good looking person has that distinguished face. Like you're like, guys, mm-hmm. I know who this person is, you know, yes, like this was also the 70s as well. So uh, looks department. Yeah, I guess he was the, the most handsome. I don't know. Not to <laughs> me. Not to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was a, he was college educated with a degree in psychology, not a coincidence, as I said before. Mm-hmm. And he also had a promising career in politics, you know, Republican. Um, he was a typical entitled ass conservative. He used this to his, his advantage when he was manipulating and charming women, police, and the media. This piece of shit escaped jail twice. And on his second escape, he committed his most infamous crime, the Chai Omega murders at Florida State where he murdered and raped two women, brutally beat and mauled three other women, and then kidnapped, raped, and murdered a 12-year-old girl. Ted sorry. Ted later claimed that porn caused him to rape and murder women and that he looked up to his incel, animal, and human-abusing grandfather that was also heavily rumored to be his own father. Ew. So there's, yeah, that woof, woof. So there's a whole lot of drama and inseldom going on with this bitter bitch. Yeah. But- no. <laughs> like, I saw some shit, like, all my shit was from Wiki, so I'm just, y'all mm-hmm. can easily go and find this same shit. Yeah. There's a, um, a, a, por- a part in there where it says that he expressed a lifelong resentment toward his mom, yes. you know, like, for never talking to him about who his real father is. You know, right. and um, leading him to discover his true parentage for himself. And then it goes on to say that he spoke warmly of his grandparents and told Rule, whatever that is, that he identified with, respected, and clung to his grandfather. And in 18, 18, in 1987, he and his family members told attorneys that the, so I guess the so-called, yeah, the so-called grandfather. Granddaddy. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't, um like was a bully and a tyrant a bigot he hated all these different types of people blacks italians catholics jews you name it beat his wife and the family dog swung swung the neighborhood cats by their tails like this is who you this is who you identified with respected and clung to you fucking bitch and you resented your mom for not like letting you know that this bitch might be your fucking dad oh i hate these hoes correct correct (laughs) And, you know, this bitch, Bundy bitch, that's what I call him, Bundy teddy bear bitch, <laughs> he confessed to he confessed to 36 killings of young women across several states in the 1970s, 
but experts believe that he the final total the t- sorry the final tally may be closer to 100 or more the exact number of women bundy bitch killed will never be known because he would often change up his story and um oh my god oh i still hear the tapes so if you ever hear his tapes um, he would never outright confess, but he'll be like, if I did it, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like the OJ book. The OJ shit, yes. But this <laughs> but this bitch, he would like take he took the fucking recording device. Because you m- remember back then it was like a huge ass block of metal that you know he was talking into. Yeah. Um yes. he ho- held it like he was holding his newborn child and he would whisper and it's like it's the most eerie fucking shit that i've ever heard in my life i'm like this motherfucker's in my ears like ew like you just feel oh i had to take a shower after i felt so (laughs) disgusting but you know like i i torture myself with this stuff because i I find it fascinating me too i watched his i watched those tapes I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And I and one thing that I was left think wondering after I watched that shit was like, I wonder if this bitch was suffering from DID. Okay. Like some of the things that he was saying, and then like some of the things that they were like recounting, and then I was like, I wonder if this motherfucker is fragmented, you know? Listen, I don't even <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, not, that I give, not that I give a fuck, honey, because regardless, no. you are a piece of shit. I don't give a fuck, really, but I wondered. I do wonder as well. Like, I would have loved for them to, like, take his brain and just, like, a whole bunch of scientists just fucking, you know, dissected it and just was in that shit. I, I believe mm-hmm. they did, actually, because then they found out that, like, part of his frontal lobe wasn't even developed and you know, as for the average person, they don't know, but your frontal lobe, they it's like basically regulates your um your your cognitive like um sorry I'm getting okay <laughs> your frontal <laughs> your frontal lobe basically regulates your um like your like what you do like uh fuck what's that word shit okay. like impulses and shit right thank you thank you so much yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> one two three. your front he was like um devoid of like basically the frontal lobe like part of it was like gone because you know your frontal lobe basically regulates your impulse control and um your reasoning and mm-hmm. your empathy and he just lacked it and um to show display this i'm gonna leave y'all with this one quote because I'm I was like what the fuck I re- you know, like I always research this bitch but like you know revisiting back into this motherfucker it's always mind-blowing because you always find something new so this quote is here the ultimate possession was in fact the taking of life and then the physical possession of the remains murder is not just a crime of lust or violence it becomes possession they are part of you. The victim becomes a part of you and you too are forever one. And the grounds where you kill them or leave them become sacred to you and you will always be drawn back to them. Disgusting. Yes. So it's all about ownership and I can do whatever I want to to your body in life and in death. And there's nothing you can do about it. Ultimate insult shit. Ultimate, Ultimate insult. And that's why I had to start with this incel king because that's what the fuck he is. <laughs> like, if don't be having none of nobody else, put that bitch at the top of your list. Say he's the king, and that's who we want to follow fucking behind because that's who the fuck y'all want to follow behind. Let's yeah. be real. Stop yeah. trying to be, you know, trying to garner sympathy and shit. Nobody feels sympathetic to y'all, not the normal women. Not the women mm-hmm. over 30 that y'all don't want to, you know, target. Okay? The ones that have their whole frontal lobe fucking developed <laughs> and their brain is all scientifically and, um, you know, developedly, you know, all right. Mm-hmm. That's who we all go after. That's who we... Because we know who you are. Yeah, it's too it's hard. who you are. 
You don't want no grown-ass woman that's your age. Because we know what level you're supposed to be on. Yeah, and what that shit you're trying to do is going to be too difficult for them. It's, it's just going to be way too hard. Period. Or they're impossible in, at times. They don't want to deal with that. They want it to be nice and easy. <laughs> nice and easy. So they can slide in, slither on out, and give lame-ass five-minute, two-pump sex. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Hence them not wanting you to have any type of sexual history because no, you they want you, they want them, yeah they want them to believe they want them these they want women to believe that their struggle sex is good sex. So how do you do that? Not have anything to compare it to. <laughs> Don't have anything to compare it to. Absolutely right. And I'm so happy that you keep driving this shit home because I they can stop. hear it. I'm Don't not gonna stop. Stop. Don't ever stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never. It, it, it needs to be understood by everyone, by yes. everyone, by older women, younger women, middle-aged women like myself, and men. Everybody needs to understand that, goddammit, this is what it is. And then these men need to understand that we know what it is. And all women need to be armed with this information. So this shit can it, it, it can it so that this shit can stop. Or at least, you know, you can see it fucking coming. Correct. Because these bitches need to be shunned or imprisoned. And even for the women that don't like me, because I'm saying this shit, I love you. And I want I want you to try to fucking protect yourself. So you can hate me. You can, you can call me a man hater or whatever. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Me shit. I'm trying to me let either. the women know. Who the fuck they're dealing with? Who the fuck is laying in their bed? Who they got their children around? Because Ted Bundy, okay, we just finished. I just gave you a little, not even the icing on the cake about this bitch. Not even an egg for the mm-hmm. to make the cake. This motherfucker was engaged to a woman. Yeah. With a child of her own. Imagine. Like, so, so it wasn't his child. It was a step, stepdaughter, whatever. And that's what I'm asking. saying. Imagine that's that's almost worse. Imagine, imagine well, what he might do to this child. That's not his. But he, the strange thing, he didn't do anything. He didn't um harm the girl. Thank that's God. Definitely good. But you you know what I mean. But you know what I mean though. Just like imagine yeah. the possibilities like, there. They could have been his victim easily. Yeah, and later on, she, you know, she did report him to the police because when bodies started coming out, because where he was, um, you know, burying these women and in their remains, um, and you know, people were finding them like it was like a hiking trip or something like that. They, and they found the remains of um some of his victims. Um, she was like, um, hello, police, nine one one. Um, like my my uh ex fiance, like this sound like him, cause this bitch, okay. Oh God! See, I told you we need a whole episode of this motherfucker. <laughs> so this motherfucker, he went to a crowded ass beach, like it was some thing happening, some big festival happening, okay? And he was picking out victims to murder, and he was like, "Hi, my name is Ted. How you do? And could you help me move, girl? Bro, what kind of fucking roach goes to a beach?" And is there to find people mm. to kill? Like, bitch, you can't enjoy even this. No, you can't. Because you know you have to help him with his boat. Because that's <laughs> what he wants. That's what he was selling people. Oh, could you help me? Could you help me move my sail ship? Not, not going to the men that were there. To the women. To these petite women with the parted hair, the parted dark hair, and the straight hair and all that. That look like they're from college or you know little kids. And he was like, yeah, could you help me move my sailboat? And because they thought that he was so handsome, he was so, you know, charming. And they wanted um, to feel needed. They went. And they wanted to feel needed. Let's not leave okay. that part out. Oh, I you gotta know, help because if, if, I, I'm if Yeah, you're Sorry. on a beach. So there's obviously, it's not just women there. Why the fuck is he asking you? Just the same way as we, as we teach children, you know, you don't go to a car that's asking you for directions why the fuck would a grown person be asking a child for directions why is a grown man asking women for physical help when there's tons of men around correct a grown ass motherfucking man is asking you to move his help you move his sailboat bitch you are you okay 
I and then I'm, I'm not I'm, I, I am not victim brain blaming because this motherfucker shouldn't have been out there but please women understand no man needs your help they shit. don't they don't this is their shit honestly like I hate to admit it but it's the truth this is their shit they don't need our help with anything because the first thing I'm gonna ask is why didn't you ask this man that's standing next to me this big man is standing next to me why didn't you mm-hmm. ask him mm-hmm and then I'm gonna get my mace. I'm gonna fucking mace you because you need you need to get the fuck away from me. I hate yeah. you. Go away. You know, yeah. like you're you're sick. And his spiel was, you know, um, pretending like he was injured or anything. Because he, he, he would even wrap his arm like he oh this bitch like he got a cast on and shit and acting like he's like trying to move something yeah. into a truck or something. And yeah. here comes some goofy woman. Sorry, I'm sorry, but I don't want to victim blame, but. Here's some, yo, you know how we, how we do. Oh, let me come and yeah. help this sweetie pie. Bitch. Oh my God, I got to help him. Maybe I'll get a date out of this. Exactly. Just the thirst of it all got you killed. Mm. Oh. And, ugh, like for, for them, thirst for them, I will shit. never be able to understand. I can never understand pick me shit. I can never understand that. Thirst for them, how and why? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because, you know, honestly, any male that I've dated or, um, you know, tried to court me, they ain't asked me to pick up nothing. Pick up what? I wish somebody would. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Never. Never. Don't. No, don't ask me to do that shit. I don't like me to do is pick up a lot. I work out a lot, but I don't really weight train hardly at all. Like. I'll kick ass and cardio all day. I don't weight train. So asking me to do something physical, I wish you would. No, I'm not I doing mean, it. I'm I weight train, but do I ain't doing it. I, I, train, I do it. it. Yeah, I do it, but I don't <laughs> enjoy it. And I, I don't do it very much because I just right, really yeah, don't I enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah but, but this, this endurance is there. The stamina is there, but I'm no, not really like, going to weight train so don't ask me to pick up nothing. Like every time I move now, I hire movers. Like I don't even want to move my own shit. Why would I move yours? Fuck you. Fuck what you. the fuck you gonna pick up a box for when there's men out here to to pay to pick pick up that damn box? What you doing Mm-mm. that for? No, like my mentor said, I'm not. When we were moving from out of the uh, office space, she was. I was like, so uh, Kim, what are you moving? And she's like, my purse. <laughs> I was crying. Period. I was crying. Period. Queen. <laughs> A goddess. I almost fell out my chair. <laughs> Listen, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't give a shit. And you can do all this. Oh, women are powerful and, and I'm woman. Hear me what? Fuck that. I'm all those things. Okay. Yep. Bitch, I'm not moving that box when I got a male yeah. down the fucking road that can do it for me for free. Exactly. And that's. And that's where they get it confused or fake at getting it confused is that this whole like equality thing is just about like women doing exactly nope. what men do. No, it's not. We're equal no, in not. humanity. We're equal in humanity, bitch. Our um, weaknesses and strengths are different. Correct. Fuck you. I bring the same amount of strength and they're just different, but we are still equal in our humanity. Fuck off. That doesn't Thank mean you, you can fucking punch me in the face, bitch. <laughs> you know, you you know, you know. It doesn't mean you that know. I'm gonna pay for things for you, bitch. Like, are you dumb? I wish we're the not, fuck we're not, we're not equal in that regard because they keep trying to be like, oh well, equality. You can pay for your I'm, own days, bitch. No, I'm not going to mm-hmm. jump the gun on equality when you have when you guys have done nothing. The wage gap is still fucking disgusting. No, fix that. Join the feminist movement, like I was telling them in that same TikTok in the comments. Join the feminist movement. If you don't want to have to feel obligated to pay for dates because women feel like entitled to your money, then join the feminist movement and help us to, you know, equal the Get fucking money. Right. Yeah. So then yeah. you don't have to join us. Join <laughs> and they us. were like, no. And they were like, no. <laughs> of course. Because, you know, anything that benefits women, of course you can't do that. Of course not. And that's why they hate sex workers. Like, I'm gonna go right back to that. They hate sex workers because sex workers, they are they, they they're the cause of their their troubles, the world's they're in in the world's trouble. Well, and, they just um, minding their own business. <laughs> they're just minding their own business. They really just be minding their business. It's like 
blamed for everything and they literally just mind their fucking business. Okay, so let's move on to Ed. Was it Gin? Gein? Gain? I don't know how Gain. to pronounce his name. G E I N. Yeah, Gein. 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 G E I N. If you want to. If you guys want to look it up, his name is Ed G E I N. This guy, correct? The uh, motherfucking original Buffalo Bill. That's who yes. the fuck this motherfucker is. Yes, that okay. that character was pretty much almost one hundred percent based on this fucking douchebag. Go ahead. Yeah, and um, also Teddy Bear was in that movie too. You know when he was like pretending like he was um injured. Yes, and he was grooming the girl in the car. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I live weights, but girl, that cardio. I'm right. oh, sorry. That's my shit. That's why I can go forever with anything you want to fucking bring my way. I'm not gonna get tired. <laughs> I know I can pick you up, but bitch, I ain't running. <laughs> yeah, the opposite. We like on the flip. Like I can, but I would just really rather not. I have power in these little bones. Don't get me confused. But correct, I just would rather not. <laughs> But I'll right. dance circles around your ass. Like, no, I don't get tired. <laughs> I can run, but I rather fucking not. <laughs> you see? You see? Exactly. <laughs> we just the opposite. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Edward. <laughs> you know what I think of when I do that? You know, um, in Wayne's World, when they go. Oh my god! <laughs> they do the dream sequence to go to the. Bed. You are such a fucking nineties kid. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> See Gen Xers, they are my life. <laughs> okay, fun time, fun time to be alive. It was. <laughs> They missing out. And girl, no, 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 shut up. Stop. Let's go. All right. <laughs> All right. What? Edward Theodore Gain or Gein was born on August 27, 1906, in La Crosse, Wisconsin. His deprived ass inspired famous movie characters such as Norman Bates, Psycho, Buffalo mm-hmm. Bill, The Silence of the Lambs, and Leatherface, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Gain grew up in a household ruled by his mother's preachings about the sins and lust of sexual desire and with the docile alcoholic forefather. His mother often referred to women, she was of course excluded, as lustful prostitutes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. demonic instruments of the devil. Yes, I saw that too. And I wanted to point <laughs> out, I wanted to make sure that I pointed out that I have to put that in there. Yeah, that this piece of shit was actually like we're talking about the connection between serial killers and incels. This fucking incel was actually raised by a femcel, textbook incel. Women are all these horrible, horrible things, except me, because I'm not like other girls. I'm not like other girls. But the rest of you you are not be boys. Yeah, (laughs) but the rest of you are just disgusting whores and but not me you whore that's actually you know so <laughs> they were demonic instruments of the devil not just instruments of the devil they had to be demonic mm-hmm. not would often sorry <laughs> she would often um recite graphic biblical verses about rape murder and torture because why not she also often scolded Ed for attempting to make friends and would verbally abuse them when they didn't meet her delusioned expectations. He was completely devoid of a social life outside of her. And, you know, that makes the connection with freaking, I don't know, Norman Bates from Psycho. Mm-hmm. You know? um, as a result, Gay never left his home or dated women and was extremely obsessed with his mother, Norman. He was mm-hmm. often conflicted by his sexual desire for women because his mother taught him that it was sinful to desire sex and women were whores. Yes. Norman, the whole basis of the first scene with the, the shower scene, he was sexually attracted to, um, you know, Janet and he, you know, he had to die. After his mother's death, 
he left her room neat and untouched, while the rest of the house went into squalor. He mostly yes. lived inside the kitchen and a small room in the house alone and did odd jobs around the town. He was even a babysitter when he was younger. Yeah, I know. I'm mad at that. I'm, I'm hello. But he was actually very good with the children because um, he was so devoid of sex. Oh, sorry, not sex. Well, sexual as well, but social, um, you know, so, so like a social life. Uh, um, he would identify like, with kids. Exactly. He could identify with kids better than adults because that's hella easy to be social Correct. with children. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to get right into what the hell he did. Mm. After a local shopkeeper, Bernice Warden, and her clerk went missing, Gain was brought in for questioning by her deputy sheriff's son because of a receipt written by her. And that receipt had um, like... It was like an order for like some gas or some petrol or something. And like her son was in the shop when she heard him order it. So that same receipt was still there. So she was, he was like, hmm, my mom's missing. That receipt's still there. He was the last person that I know ordered that stuff. So I'm going to go to his house. Police officers with a warrant for Ed's home was met with the gruesome scene of Bernice strung upside down, decapitated and disemboweled. So trigger warning, it's going to get worse than this. Yes, this guy's extremely fucking disgusting. Like what they showed us with the Buffalo Bill character <sighs> didn't really even fucking scratch the surface, honestly. Absolutely not. And if anyone watched Silence of the Lambs and you know that scene where he gets um, the police officers, like he kills them. And mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a it's like a flash scene. But like he has like a police officer trigger warning. He has a police officer strung up like um like a like a deer. Mm-hmm. Just like and like you like how you would gut a deer and you would skin the deer um hide off and you'll have it like drying. That's how he had Bernice. And that's not even the worst of it. So in his house, they found four noses, four human noses, yeah. whole women, human bones and fragments. Nine masks of human skin, bowls made from human skulls, 10 female heads with the tops shaved off, sawed off, sorry, human skin covering several chair seats. Mm-hmm. He had Mary- furniture, y'all. He had human remains furniture all through his crib, y'all. I am, I, girl, <laughs> Mary, Mary Hogan's head in a paper bag. And um, Mary Hogan was later found out to be another victim of his. Bernice Warden's head in a burlap sack. Nine, nine mummified vulvas. Your vulva is the, your coochie lips. That killed me. In a shoebox. That shit fucking killed me. I was like, excuse me? Uh, Excuse me? A mummified coochie lips? Excuse me? But. And let's be clear, because this, these the these particular girls that he did that to, um, specialists or whatever, mm-hmm. decided that or deemed that these were I'm just gonna call it the remains of yeah. two 15 year old girls. Yes, that's what he chose to do to them. Yes, the the, the preference. Yes. Um. <laughs> We're not done yet, guys. So hold on to your butts. Skulls on his bedpost. Organs in the refrigerator. So, you know, your liver, your guts, all that. And let's pause for a second. Let's pause for one second. Because imagine Mm. your bedpost. Four of them. them. Mm -hmm. And this is where you lay at night. Mm -hmm. Four skulls on that bitch. This is where you lay for comfort and rest and relaxation, you go to a bed and lay among four fucking skulls on your bed. Okay. Why not? Totally, totally sane. That's so sane. Not incel-like at all. Oh, no. Um, This, I don't know why this tripped me out more than anything, but a pair of lips on a drawstring for a window shade. Like, That's nuts. What's wrong with you? Like, this, like, a lot. I, a lot. <laughs> I'm not laughing at this. It's just like the, the, the it's just crazy. Like, what's yes. wrong with you? 
this is not funny at all, guys. Like, it's don't not. don't mistake our laughter <laughs> for this shit being funny to us because it's fucking not. It's We're just the fucking like yeah, yeah, we are just like what the fuck. Yes, and we're, we're and we're putting on, and we're putting on a show, people. Like this is supposed to be entertaining and informative. Coming, you know, we're not trying to get too fucking upset and angry and rage out on this episode. So don't take the laughter as like if you do, like you'll be cutting the, the wrist the right way. Exactly. Seriously. Exactly. Okay. Um, we're not done. Mm-mm. A belt. A, <laughs> a belt. <laughs> Made from human female nipples. Can you imagine what? that? <laughs> what? You, what? Who does that? A lampshade made from the skin from a human face. Mm-hmm. Organ. Uh, oh, sorry. I put organs in the. But a pair. Oh, sorry. Okay, and then that's that's it. That's all I have right now. Mm-hmm. Gain later confessed to the murders of Bernice and Mary Hogan after they found that whole suit. They're like, okay, confess. Okay, we, we know. He also <laughs> confessed to the grave robbing and body snatching of a number of middle-aged women that resembled his mother from the local graveyard. So if you remember in um, Psycho, Norman Bates had his fucking mother's mummified body in the basement. Mm-hmm. With a and everything. He yep. said that he targeted larger women. This is, this is extreme trigger warning. So if you need to exit out or pause or whatever, I'm going to let you do that. So I'm mm-hmm. going to do a Wayne's World transition for you so that you can come back in when you hear this transition. So one, two, three. Now, for those that have stayed, okay? I'm still here. <laughs> Thank you. He said, that he targeted larger women because he was making a suit of a woman's skin in order to live his life as one. Yep. I'm not saying this. This man said this. Mm-hmm. So if you come to me about being transphobic and stuff, I'm going to cuss you clean the fuck out. Mm-hmm. As you should. He, he even has had breast of one of his victims sewn onto the suit. Mm-hmm. He would often take one of the mummified vulvas out of his collection, tuck his penis, place the vulva over his genitalia, and walk around the house as if he was a woman, a la Buffalo Bill, in in his famous Goodbye Horses dance. Exactly what I was about to say. Yes. Silence of the Lambs. Like, come on, people. No more lying over you. Okay. Like, I know listening to that description right there, without us even saying it, I know listening to that, the first place your mind went was Silence of the Lambs. I know it. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. And out of all this, Gain denied being a necrophiliac, which I believe is a lie. And he had to, um, if he if he denied that shit, he had to be trolling. No, that was a that's that's some troll shit. And like, I'm gonna, bro, your whole your whole house <laughs> is human remains. Every you you made a suit of women's skins, but but we shouldn't I, we shouldn't fear them or treat them like they're dangerous on site though. Look what the on, fuck you do! Like, look what you do when you just. I'm, and I'm not phased out by like anybody, any guys like fake reverence for women. Like I don't give a fuck if you try to pretend, oh, well, women are goddesses. And, oh, trying to suck up that shit. I'm not phased out by that because it, because you you could very well believe that and have these thoughts in your head. Correct. You know what I mean? How you want to be one, and you'll do anything to those who actually are one correct you're angry because you're not one and you you make sure that you take that out on women and this is not that and for anybody to try to come oh my god you're being trans nobody's talking about trans women no this is not a trans motherfucker right here this bitch and Mm -hmm. bitches that think like him 
this motherfucker particularly. That's who that's who we're talking about. You I'm not accusing the trans community of mm-hmm. skinning off women's hides, because that's what you do when you skin this off mo- and this motherfucker, never, this motherfucker didn't claim trans. No. Why the fuck are we talking about trans? No, don't even try and come at us with no stupid no. shit. Listen. I'm, I'm cussing the fuck out. Listen, I have already, I have already fucking warned people about on this show about coming at me or my fucking guests. Don't do it. Like I don't, I don't have, I don't have punks on my show. So no, just know if you try and come for any guests on my show, they're gonna fucking annihilate you. And then I'm gonna come and help them. So just know, just know that there won't be any fucking bullying of me or any of my guests. Cause baby, we bully the fuck out of bullies. And that's a wrap. Tune in this weekend for part two. We're going to pick up right where we left off.